What is going on, Burnt Toast Podcast? Hey, how are you? How has it been? Uh, I don't know where I'm going. I'm being pretty awkward with this. Uh, as <laughs> always, I am Gunnar Glenn. Joined with me is the beautiful, the bodacious Schnate Reese. And over there, oh, we also have spooky boy Wilson Marshall. Uh, we also call him Skeletor, since it's Halloween. Um, got a skeleton, a scarecrow, and a Schnate. Um, how are you guys doing? And we got a, <laughs> we also have a the skeleton, a scarecrow, and a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. You've also got a ghost with us, you know, the ghost of Josh Bianchi, the ghost of Josh, and the yeah. ghost of Jeremiah. Rest in peace, Josh. <laughs> Rest in peace, Josh. Rest in peace. He's not dead yet. Today, listeners, we got a <laughs> we got a spooky episode tonight, and hold for the listeners. So instead of embarrassing stories, we're jumping into scary stories like that we have experienced in our life, like spooky stories, you can say. What was that? Just slam my door there. <laughs> <laughs> The light, like, turned off in the truck, and I was like, oh, shoot, I need to close the door. So I just, like, slammed it shut. <laughs> I have the scariest story, so I want to go last. Okay. Come on, Wilson. I know you have a spooky story. Dude. Okay, so most of the scary stuff that's happened to me in my life is, like, stuff that I purely made up in my head. Like... <laughs> Like, I convinced myself into being scared, you know? Uh, I used to... I'll just, like, give a brief rundown of some spooky things that have happened to me that were, like, purely imaginary, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to camp in my grandparents' front yard a lot with my cousins. And I had this one cousin who uh, is a... I don't know how to put it. He he would spook me a lot <laughs> by convincing me of these these creatures, like these cryptic creatures that were that apparently lived around my grandparents' house. Um, he convinced me that the chupacabra was around there. He convinced me that Bigfoot Ooh. lived around there. <laughs> it made me like I didn't even like really believe in these things, but I made myself believe in them just because I wanted to be scared. I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So there mm -hmm. was uh, this one night where we kept, we were camping out and we kept hearing all these noises around us, which were like probably dogs or something. But he was like, it's a chupacabra. I was like, holy frick, it's a chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like, I'm not even sure I slept outside that night. I might've gone back in the house <laughs> because of that out of fear. <laughs> that's like yeah i'm not gonna lie dude mm -hmm. freaking chupacabra was one of the things i was scared of when i was younger i was more scared of the wendigo oh yeah yeah oh, i used to watch dude. a lot of lost tapes yeah. and, same uh, chupacabra never really scared me i was more afraid of the chupacabra getting my dog yeah well the, the reason i was scared a little bit of chupacabra is because i watched like a like this weird documentary on it. I think it was on Animal Planet. Probably and I was like really Planet. young. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, 
they showed a picture like a like a rend like a painter's rendition of it and it had like this lamb in its mouth and these like sharp like vampire looking <laughs> teeth and it just looked absolutely demonic and it like scared the absolute living shit out of me when i was like 10 years old i couldn't sleep for like 3 nights straight basically mm. it was crazy but in terms of a spooky story i'll lead into mine here um when i was probably about uh, let's see, this was back in like 07 or 08. So it was like seven or eight around the time. Uh, basically, um, I had this like, but in this bedroom in this like log house or whatever that like had a window that like looked outside into the back porch and into the backyard. Mm -hmm. And there was, I, I saw this when I was younger and I, I still don't know what to completely think of it. I think it was probably my mind tricking me. But I swore I saw like a man's shadow standing outside on the porch. And I knew for like a matter of fact that my parents were sleeping. And that spooked the ever like everlasting shit out of me. <laughs> I thought it was straight up a ghost. And there was like boards creaking and you could hear it all over the house. It was mm. crazy. I thought my I thought my house was freaking haunted, <laughs> dude. So, you know, I've I've seen a bunch of like scary stuff that I can't really like explain away. Um, you know, I've seen ghosts, um, but this story in particular, this is probably the scariest story I have because this one, I know it wasn't my imagination. Um, so used to, when I lived in Springfield and I worked at Sonic, um, whenever I would get off at night. I would just need like a few minutes to kind of like decompress um, from like the stress of work and between going home mm -hmm. because like whenever you're stressed out, you kind of just, you don't want to be around people for a little bit. So um, I would go ride back roads. I would kind of take like a five minute drive to work and turn it into like a 30 minute drive, you know, just going through back roads. Um, so one night, I was doing that. I got off work at like 11 and uh, I was driving down this back road. And whenever you're, I'm on this back road, um, there are a couple of houses, but they're like spaced out like a mile between each other, you know, and there's mm -hmm. no street lights. The only lights you have are coming off of the porches of the houses and then like your headlights. Um, so it's yeah. like 1130 at night. And I'm driving down this back road and um, standing on the side of the road in front of a field. I see, like, I could see this as clear as day in my head right now because it scared me so much. There's this old woman just standing there, pale, Ooh. and she's like glowing, like emitting like white light. Oh, I don't and like that. We make eye contact. She stares at me. And then as I drive by, I turn around and she's like turned around, like looking at me, drive by, like driving away. Oh. <laughs> and Man, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say she disappeared. I would have been like, oh, no, but I, didn't, I didn't see her turn around, which is like even scarier. And like whenever she turned around, it was she she was completely still you know and like she was wearing like a gown so like her gown would have been moving a little bit 
like if she were a normal person and just like turned around to watch me go but that also doesn't make sense to like how she was like glowing you know (laughs) or why she would be standing out in this field in the middle of the night you know because like i shouldn't have been able to see her it was it was like pitch black out there actually i think you reminded me there's um uh, I know this sounds goofy, but when you watch the first episode of Supernatural, it sounds exactly really? what you're talking about. Like, yeah, the the ghost in that episode was basically it's called like the Lady in White, and basically what they do is they like stand on the side of the road and they wait for like somebody to pick them up, like in really? their car, usually a man, usually in a man, yeah, usually a man, and uh, uh, basically what they do is uh. Like how what they originate from is usually they uh they had a an unfaithful husband or mm-hmm. lover, and uh they ended up killing themselves or usually taking like killing their family and then killing themselves, and then they become a ghost and they haunt that side of the road, basically close to where they died, and they'll when somebody stops and picks them up they'll tempt them. And like try to get them to have sex with them, mm-hmm. basically. And when that happens, like when the person becomes unfaithful, they disappear for a little bit. They come back and then they kill really? you, really, because you are unfaithful. So, oh, yeah. like, is this is this based off of like real stories or like real urban legends? I think it is based off an actual Holy crap, legend. Because that. That gave that gave me chills of you describing that, is, dude. That was this is right dude. off of a Civil War battlefield. Um, so mm-hmm. I always just assumed it was like maybe a mother of like somebody that lost their kids to the to the war or whatever. But um, another time, I was riding down that road with Ashton in the middle of the night, and there was a bridge, and I hated this bridge. Every time I took this back road, I would have to go over this bridge, but I hated it so much. But one time I was writing it with Ashton mm-hmm. and um, I saw somebody standing on the side of the bridge as we were going by. And it was like, it was the middle of the night and they, they kind of, they were like wearing all black, you know? And then I turned around because yeah. I thought it was weird and there was nobody there. So like, that's oh, a very no. like haunted area of land. Ashton told me like, whenever I said it, she said that she didn't see anybody which is weird because she's like very sensitive when it comes to like paranormal stuff i don't know i'm a little more sensitive like Mm -hmm. i have this feeling whenever stuff is like wrong or like i shouldn't be around something i get this feeling um my grandmother has it too it's it's crazy but um yeah but she didn't feel it there and i don't know that then if you're ever in Missouri go to battlefield and you will feel this like sense of dread in the middle of the night like as you're doing these back roads because a lot of people died around there yeah yeah man like when it comes to when it comes to ghosts you know what I'll I'll save this for another I'll save this for a Mm -hmm. subject for later but basically like my belief I guess is that I don't think I believe in ghosts but I keep my mind Mm -hmm. open to it because there's no proof over like there's no proof to say they don't exist and there's no proof to say they actually do so it's mm-hmm. still a mystery you know um i have two points and then i'll i'll let you guys talk again but i have two points um first off my 
grand, my mamma, she lived in a funeral home uh, for years, didn't know it was a funeral home. And that house turned out to be like kind of haunted. Um, like she would, mm-hmm. she woke up in the middle of the night to somebody singing a lullaby at the foot of her bed. Um, and then whenever Whoa. she moved out, her parents bought the house um, and moved in. And uh, that's whenever it got worse. Like she said um, that they would see like people walking and through the hallways and like coming out of rooms and stuff like that, you know, and like literally hear footprints, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But the second point, I kind of want to piggyback off of like what you said about like not knowing if it's ghosts, like if ghosts are real. Um, the way I see it is like there are an infinite number of dimensions, right? And yeah, a lot of them kind of like coexist in the same space, but we have five senses to experience this universe. There's stuff that we can't see, you know, um, just because like there's there's no way we're alone, man. Like with all the cosmos and dimensions and all everything going on you know there is no way that we are alone um yeah and that's just that that just shows me um you know there's gotta be something there that we're just not ready to understand and that's how we get Mm -hmm. ghost stories and haunted houses and you know unexplained feelings of dread Yeah, totally, man. All right, let's move it to another spooky story. Come on, Wilson. I know you, you said you have one. Keep in mind, I did say this was like a funny, spooky story. I'm, I'm ready for a funny one because I had to turn this truck light on because I'm actually a little bit shook right now. So, you know, growing up, me and Kyle had both had the same nightmare and the same fear of uh <laughs> this pig in our room there was a uh uh we we had bunk beds and when i there was this one night i slept on uh on Kyle's bunk which is the bottom bunk i don't remember why i slept down there yeah. but i did and I woke up in the middle of the night and there's like this big freaking like hog at the end of my bed. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, what am I going to do? And he, he was like making these growling noises and stuff. And uh, it, it was pretty like traumatizing as a kid. Like, I mean, obviously it was just a nightmare, but, mm-hmm. um, but me and Kyle both had the same dream about this, monster hog at the end of our bed <laughs> would, like come and try to get us or something like that i don't know it was like i don't know it was oh um i should have should have stood up and just asserted dominance yeah. over it you're gonna be yeah. bacon in the morning on it the, the way that you can look <laughs> in the i and p yeah. and just start peeing on the hog <laughs> for those of you, you know, if, who don't know oh, what, what were you saying <laughs> Because if if somebody if I were about to like kill somebody you know and they just jumped up whipped out their penis and started peeing on me I'd be getting the heck out that that's yeah. crazy man 
<laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know what, uh, what Gunner's talking about, I have this ability where I can just <laughs> dead in the eye and immediately start peeing. There's no hesitation. <laughs> oh, but there, there's a little bit more to the story. Um, my mom, you know, we were so scared of it that we uh, actually got our mom to sleep in the bed one night. And she woke up and in this, in this room, there was like a, we had a closet right at the foot of the bed. Mm-hmm. There was a mirror on it. And, uh, she, she's like, you know, obviously there's nothing in there, but she wakes up in the middle of the night and sits up and the closet door is open. And so the mirror is facing directly at her. And so mm-hmm. she sees her reflection oh. is like, oh my gosh, there really is something in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realizes what it is, obviously, but it's like I'm saying, a lot of my scary stories have very like anticlimactic yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Endings. <laughs> it's uh there's not a lot of like spooky crap that's happened to me. <laughs> Most of the scary stuff is like mm-hmm. real things, you know, like or not, mm-hmm. not you know, real but like non paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. My funny spooky story um happened when I was a kid too. Um. Whenever I first moved to Missouri, we we rented this house, you know. And we were the second people to live in this house, and the people before us. They like built it. They were a family, you know. They nothing happened in this house. All right, mm-hmm. but to this day, I promise you that house was haunted. Nobody believes me, mm-hmm. but I would like. I would essentially see like in the corners, like uh, more so at night. Um, there was this one corner that if if I looked at it at night. I would essentially see like the girl from the ring, like standing in the corner, you know, um, oh, which is like fine. terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It used to have really bad nightmares um, to the point where essentially whenever we lived there, um, I would sleep in my sister's room just because I was so afraid of being alone. And, and mm-hmm. that's, that's funny. Cause like whenever I moved, whenever we, we moved from that house to a different house, I had no problem sleeping by myself, you know. I didn't even have a problem sleeping in the basement by myself. Um, I just kind of lost that feeling of of fear, you know. Um, But anyways, so this is kind of a funny, scary story. Um, I had a very active imagination. Um, For example... I could make myself believe that I saw or heard something as a kid that like just wasn't mm-hmm. there. Like there's no, no possible way that it was there. Like when I was a kid, um, one time I was out playing in the woods by myself and I was really into Scooby-Doo at the time. And, uh, I looked out into the distance of the woods and I saw, um, the San Francisco from what's new Scooby-Doo just like running at me. And I just took off running, like, back home, you know? And, like, I think about it now, and I'm like, there's no way that happened. Like, you know, like, 
but as a kid i was like this happened this 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 happened you know um mm-hmm. but anyways one night it was the middle of the night i i think this was just me being scared and asleep but one night in the middle of the night i wake up and um i'm at the foot of my sister's bed like because we used to sleep weird like i would sleep at the foot of the bed and then she would sleep kind of like diagonally on like the other end of the bed i don't know it's hard to explain um Mm -hmm. but i woke up in the middle of the night and i was laying on my stomach which is weird because i don't typically sleep on my stomach and um (laughs) i hear this voice of like an old man and he goes Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of me i'm the ghost boo Uh, and my heart started pounding (laughs) and I did not get any sleep the rest of the night (laughs) to this day I could hear it in my head the exact way it sounded but I don't think it happened I I just recently told my mom that story and she thought it was the funniest thing ever (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I have a story about crazy dude if nobody else has anything to talk about yet, um, go for it. About Kyle, that, let's uh, make that the last one and then move into another subject here. All right, cool. Um, he, when Kyle was younger, he uh, had the he was scared of his ghost in our living room, mm-hmm. and he would like go to my parents' bedroom like every night, saying there was a ghost in the living room that would chase him. And, um, he would like, he did this like several nights in a row. My mom was like, there's no ghost there. There's like, just, you know, go back to bed. There's no ghost there. And he would go. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he'd go out, he'd come right back in and be like, the ghost is still out there. And she'd be like, go back in there. Like, go back to bed. Well, finally one night she, um, she gets up and, uh, and goes out into the living room and she sees we had these uh, glass sliding doors in our living room that led to the back mm-hmm. porch. And Kyle would sleep in these long white t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so what he was seeing was his reflection running back and forth. <laughs> this is the ghost that was chasing him every night when he'd go in there. <laughs> Oh my. Wow. That's just perfect, dude. <laughs> I have one more after after Wilson. Can I do that one? Sure, man. Was <sighs> that the end of the story, Wilson? Yeah, that's it. Okay. So this one is more so just like weird because like I've I've heard of like some people having a similar experience. Um, but like not quite. Like it was people say like it was different. Um, so when I lived in Mississippi, before I moved to Saltillo, I lived in a really old house in Tupelo, uh, back when I was like four years old, but it was like built in the sixties. Um, anywho, um, one night me and my, me and my brother, who was like a baby, like we, mm-hmm. we shared a room and we had this like early 2000s like box tv 
had like a built-in DVD oh. player. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that was in our room, and it was on like this, like dresser, you know. And then directly across from the dresser was my bed, and then in the corner was my brother's like baby bed, you know, like a mm-hmm. cradle. Um. So, middle of the night one night, um, I couldn't sleep with the TV on, like most kids did. Like, I I just mm-hmm. couldn't do that. So, um, every night we would turn off the TV whenever I would go to bed. Um, one night I woke up in the middle of the night because you remember how like those TVs, whenever you'd turn them on or turn them off, it would start off as like, like whenever you'd turn it on, it would be like this small circle and it would kind of expand and like take up the full screen. So, um, I woke up because I heard the TV like start to like blow up you know and then on it were these two like cartoon characters that i had never like seen before and yeah they looked weird like i don't know i've only told like a couple of people the story because i don't really remember like all of the details um but like they looked like they were trying to be kid friendly cartoon characters but there was something off about it yeah. Like that, the eyes were too real, you know. Um, yeah, but they were they were trying to get me to come up to the TV screen, and I just wouldn't do it. You <laughs> know, I wasn't having that. You know, um, so finally, build up the courage to run out of my room and into the living room, and I jump on the couch. And, um, you know, this was, like, 2004, 2005. So that was before we had, like, flat-screen TVs. So that was another, like, old TV from, like, the 90s, you know, big block. Yeah. And um, that TV started to do the same thing. You know, like, the started off with, like, the little circle and then yeah. started to expand, you know. So, um I like yell. I, I I remember like screaming, and then it, like like the box like, shut off completely, and I walked back into my room and the TV was off and I like went back to bed after that. So I don't yeah. I don't know if this was like a very like detailed nightmare that has stuck with me my whole life, or if there was something weird that happened. Because, like, I've heard of, of like, stories like that and, and like, urban a legends. Haunt, like a haunted TV. <laughs> well, not, like, a haunted TV. Like, I've heard of, like, these, like, creatures that try to, like, steal kids, essentially. Uh-huh. And they, like, disguise themselves and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. There's there's a name for it, but I can't really remember it. But, like, I've, I've read the way you stories. Um... The way you described the uh, cartoon characters rem- reminded me of um, Five Nights at Freddy's. How oh, man. like you have the and they you have the freaking animatronics, and then you look into their eyes, and it looks like actual human eyeballs, mm-hmm. and it's like really freaky. Like, man, I remember one of them had like red hair, uh, mm-hmm. almost like a Fraggle Rock hair, but like a cartoon character and like human yeah. eyes. Um, oh yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I've heard of like other people having stories like very similar to that. Um, mm-hmm. or like having like Muppets at their window, essentially, you know, <laughs> trying to get them to open the window, and mm-hmm. the kids are like being afraid, you know, like I don't know. So like I I don't know if like that actually happened or if that was just like a very detailed nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Moving to a another subject here. I discussed this a little bit with Wilson on the uh last episode we tried to record, but um we were talking a little bit about ghost hunting actually, and I kind of wanted to jump into that again is uh the the way I described it to Wilson is that I've been playing this game recently. It's called a uh, phasmophobia. And that's that word kind of represents like the fear of ghosts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh in the game, it gives you, like, the same equipment ghost hunters use. And uh, you go into different locations. Like, one map is an asylum. Another is, like, a regular, like, one-story house. Another is a farmhouse. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it gives you different types of ghosts. And you have to figure out which one it is before it kills you. And you do it usually in, like, a team of four. So it's, like, a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. But it's so much fun. And it's been giving me thoughts about you know ghost hunting and stuff like that like it's all it's all like bullshit it's so (laughs) obvious like the whole emf thing and like oh i I can see it according to the the history of these minerals underneath us we're obviously being haunted here (laughs) or like according to the history of uh the native american uh rituals that happened here or some shit like that Mm -hmm. but um Man, it's it just looks so much fun to do, even though you know it's not real. Yeah. Um, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, you're good. What I was telling Wilson is, um, I know I've probably shared this with the group before. Is uh, there's a there's an abandoned asylum out in Virginia, and they converted it into like a ghost hunting tour thing, and they offer like to do these eight hour ghost tours where they lock you inside the asylum for the night with, uh, like, ghost hunting professionals, quote-unquote. And uh, they, give, they like, show you the ropes for, like, I guess, like, maybe 30 minutes or an hour, and then they let you off on your own for the rest of the night. <laughs> Which is crazy to I'll me, too. I'd be so down to do that. Me, you too. It's, like, mad expensive, though. Yeah, I, I have to check to see what the price for that is, but... If we meet up again next year around spooky time, like we hope to do anyway, I'd be down to. Do I that hope we we do any that part of the year. I would be down. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that sounds awesome. Yeah. Me and Ashton are trying to go on a ghost tour in Kansas City this this Halloween, but a lot of them are sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I wasn't sure if I'd yeah. be able to make it this Halloween or not, but I am. Plus, I'm getting coronas a part to play mm. in that but um yeah it sounds so cool dude <laughs> like maybe when we get some free time in the future mm-hmm. like like when i'm in the air force and i go on leave or something mm-hmm. i'll be like yo gunner wilson and rest of the rest of the gang because <laughs> we're all about we to gotta go now too so like <laughs> we'd have to go dressed as like scooby-doo characters though too like just just for the meme of it like I, i'd be like shaggy oh my and gosh. fred and 
Kyle be Scooby, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> get him like the Scooby one. Crazy dude. I was talking about this with um Sam and Jacob, and uh, they're telling me that for some, it's not going to be for the ghost tour in Virginia, but for some haunted houses that they do like locally, or like some really famous ones. I don't know which one it is, but. They apparently will make you sign these waivers and stuff that allow allow them to like torture yeah. you while you're in He's there. Me, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, you know that's that's in Nashville, McKamey Manor. Or really? it's in Tennessee. I I want to say it's Nashville. Um, there's also one in Alabama, so like it's very close. And, like, as, mm-hmm. like, a horror fan, it's very tempting. But then again, I've watched, like, videos on it. And it's, like, you don't oh. want to do this. <laughs> we still got to look into um, exploring the Bell Witch Cave. I have I not done do that, that yet. so bad, dude. I know it's probably going to be anticlimactic, but it would be cool anyway. And then um, one thing that I always thought was cool, I know this is a tourist trap, like, 100%. But up in uh, Massachusetts, I'm pretty sure it's – I don't know if it's Boston actually or not, but it's up It's up in the north northeast is uh, that one girl back in the 1800s who, like, killed her family, like, with an axe or whatever. Yeah, uh, Lizzie Borden. And, uh, yeah, yeah, her. She, uh, she, she apparently haunts the hotel, and you can, like, rent out the room for the night if you so oh, wish. Man. I know they probably play tricks on you and stuff. Like the staff is probably hired to like make these weird noises where they have machines in there to do it. But that sounds so cool mm-hmm. to me. Or the freaking, the freaking shining hotel out in Colorado, I dude. Do that. I know that would be expensive as hell, but that sounds really cool. And they have their own ghost tours at night that you can go on throughout the hotel. By the way, I just looked it up. McKamey Manor is in Lawrence, Tennessee. Ah, uh, okay. I don't even know where that is. That's probably like... Eh. I'm going to make a wild guess and say it's East Tennessee. I'm looking it up. I'm probably dumb, though. I'm looking it up. What about you, Wilson? You think of any spooky places we could probably visit in the future? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, it's like an hour from there's here. A, there's a sewage lagoon right across from my grandparents' house that... Um, certain relatives are convinced is haunted. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I've been told my whole life, don't go out there by yourself at night. It's spooky. It's there's Indian ghosts out there. Yeah, I've well, I've actually never gone out there by myself, but Kyle has, and he's like, there's no crap out there. <laughs> we went out there one time. We found a bunch of cut up deer, and um. And my cousin was like, there's no way a human could possibly do this. Look at the way it's cut. Like, dude, this is clearly somebody, like, poaching deer or something, or, like, they just cut up. Like, I don't know what it was, but there was, like, a bunch of torn up deer. It, it could have been a coyote or something, but he's like, there's no way a human or a coyote yeah. could have done this. This was definitely uh, a Native American yeah. ghost. Bro, can we go next week? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> there might. Uh, well, oh, Lord. There. 
Next podcast episode, we won't hear back from yeah. Wilson or Gunner ever again. We won't again. hear back from Josh either, so it'll just be <laughs> you. It'll just be me. Now, it used to be really easy to go there, but, like, they have a, a neighbor that lives on the way to there now, like, in the pathway to get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, so at the yeah. cross private property. So it's a, bit, uh, it's gotcha. a bit more difficult to get over there now, but still... Yeah. We can maybe just I don't want to like. Can you imagine being? Can you imagine being that neighbor? Yeah. Just people sneak through your yard oh, yeah. to go visit yeah. some sewage place that's haunted. I don't want to somebody's property yeah. at night because that's how you get shot, man. Yeah, yeah especially in Mississippi. <laughs> God damn it! I've had enough of you trying to get over to this haunted yeah, place. I'm just saying, like, you know, if if it's the middle of the night and I see somebody sneaking around my house, I'm just going to assume the worst and they're going to be a dead son of a gun, you know? So like, I, I have a feeling somebody else in the state of Mississippi, you know, like, uh, who's maybe a little more redneck than I am. They see headlights coming their way. They're already on alert, you know? Oh, that's why we don't go in the car. We just walk there. Oh yeah. Have y'all heard about the, um, the actual legend of the uh, the Bell yeah, Witch. I have not, book. because you guys kept talking about it while we were in Nashville, and I was totally mixing it up with the Blair Witch. <laughs> so, I mean, it it sounds similar. I, I guess maybe that's where some inspiration for that came from. Probably not, though, because I'm pretty sure the Bell Witch, and I'm after I call this out of the top of my head, because the last time I read about it was like when I was 13, but... Basically, like, it was back in, like, the 1700s or 1800s, I think. And it was, like, straight up a family that was getting haunted by supposedly a dead witch. And that's where all of that came from. And it was a very violent mm-hmm. ghost as well. Not very friendly. Oh. So they, they thought that that was happening for a very long time. And I haven't seen any other stories other than that one. And I can't really go too deep in the detail because I can't really remember off the top of my head. But it's a big legend around here. Man, I wanted to go to that cave so badly. But, like, the only people that wanted to go were you, me, and Jaden. And then, like, everybody got sunburned. So it turned into, like, oh, really? Yeah. No, we were – I think we were going to go, and then Uh, it was closed. We couldn't go. I remember thinking, like, man, I really wish they wanted to go. (laughs) But that that place just looks I don't know. For me when it comes to ghosts, I think ghosts of witches seem the mm-hmm. freakiest to me. Like the somebody who's already definitely pretty yeah. evil. And I'm side note here, I'm not saying all Wiccans are like You're talking like evil, witches, but I'm saying that like scary witches. Yes. Like straight up witches that make you piss your <laughs> pants, like freaking Blair Witch. <laughs> style stuff that stuff is spooky mm. as hell i don't know if y'all have seen blair witch before but that movie I that movie it. is freaking scary <laughs> that movie is like how to make mm. a horror movie i know not many horror movies are done well but that one was really i've always well. wanted to make a found footage film like blair witch The only thing I have against Blair Witch is that it spawned all of those found footage films that are just absolutely mm. garbage. Like, 
there are so many of them are that are absolutely some really bad. Good ones, though. And the only one that I like is I know some of them are probably like standing out of the garbage pile. Like, you know, like you see a diamond among mm-hmm. the rough. But uh I know for me the top found footage film for me is still Blair Witch. And I think in second place is uh as beloved oh, so below. That, so that one was really me. good. Whenever we watched that. That was yeah, that was more of a psychological mm-hmm. trip than a And it was about spooky, hell. But that, I like that's why it really got me it was yeah. hell, you know. Um mm-hmm. like Dante's Inferno. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some homework. I want you to watch this short film, okay? It's called Missing in the Mansion. And uh mm-hmm. they never came out and said it was real. In fact, they have the behind the scenes like footage online. Um, I typically have a problem with movies that are illegally made in Disney because I think they're garbage, typically. Uh, but these people went yeah. to Disney World and they made this short film and it's a found footage film um, because there's there's a, go- a real-life ghost in the Haunted Mansion in California of, like, a little boy. Oh. Um, so they basically made a short film based on that. And um, it's it's a found footage film where essentially the ghost kind of like they they ride the ride on his anniversary of of his death and then like taunt him and the people like don't make it out alive it's not really like they don't really tell like what happens you know but it's it's really it's really creepy um like it leaves you to yeah, your imagination it's, it's really creepy but what i liked about it is they never tried to like paint disney in like a yeah in a bad that, that's what i typically dislike about like gorilla style disney films is because like they're all like obsessed with like you know making disney look like a demonic company you know but this yeah. one was like strictly just like there's an urban legend we want to expand on that but like if you look at the like if you look at the backstory like there's there's like real sightings of like this this child on this ride you know like and how they have to like send the ride like before they close up shop they have Mm -hmm. to send it through like one last time so that he could get his ride in for the day or whatever um that sounds crazy dude you need to check it out it's it's great. I love it. Oh, yeah. I definitely will in my free time. I think a lot of horror short films kind of inspire, like, some mm-hmm. of the bigger ones. Like, I don't... Like, uh, Lights Out, that one was originally done as that a short, short film, film, actually. That short the crap out of me. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it was obviously made into the, mm-hmm. the feature film. That is still one of the scariest movies, or not necessarily scary, but like spookier movies I've seen. I like that one a lot when we watched I, it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we should let's get into like our top five favorite horror right, movies yeah. here, like ones that actually scared us. I'll go ahead like... and. Oh yeah, like actually good horror movies okay. that scared us. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a fairly like strict household as far as what I was allowed to watch. It was weird what I was and wasn't allowed to watch. I wasn't like my household wasn't strict per se, but like the things I was allowed to watch were were weird. So horror movies were a pretty big no-no. So 
I don't have a lot of horror movies that I've seen, but uh, I've got movies that scared me. If you want me to give me, if you want yeah. me to give me my top five movies that scared me, yeah, um, yeah, all five of the Leprechaun movies. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, pretty sure there's five of them. Isn't there like oh. Leprechaun in the I hood can't... and like Leprechaun yeah. in space? Yes, Leprechaun in the <laughs> hood. <laughs> Come back to the hood. Yeah, that one legitimately scared me. Like the Leprechaun movies, I could all five of them could legitimately be the Leprechaun movies, but I, I'll try to think of other movies that that actually scared me. Because um, I didn't watch a lot of like paranormal movies. Most of the movies I watched were like zombie movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because obviously I wasn't allowed to watch like scary movies, but whenever I went to my grandparents' house, they let me watch whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one movie that really scared me um, was Midsommar. Oh, that, that one's one really weird. bothered me. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I've seen bits and parts of it, and I saw the ending to it, and I was like, this is really funky. I don't like this. Whenever we were all together. <clears throat> But I, I started thinking about it before I like suggested it, and I was like, I don't think Colby and Melissa would be cool with us watching this in their house. The uh, the scene where it's the dude who falls off as mm-hmm. a sacrifice off that really like high mm-hmm. cliff that really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Watching that, the whole the whole thing really bothered me. Um, although there yeah. is some really funny stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. I just had to pee, dude. What? <laughs> you just got. <laughs> That's the scariest like, one. There's, there's this scene where there's like this this ancient tree, you know, um, and these uh these college students essentially go spend like a week with this cult, you know, to like learn their ways and stuff for like yeah. A, a, a like project or whatever but um they each have like they each represent like a different sin like lust and like you know greed and stuff like that um or at least that's what i picked up from it yeah but um one of them is like the fool you know like he's 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 an idiot he's played by uh will porter who was in uh were the millers and He's a great actor. He was in the Narnia movies. Um, oh, was he Eustace? Yeah, yeah, he was Eustace. Um, well, yes. He was in it doing like a really good American accent. But there's this ancient tree that like the cult believes is like holds the spirits of their ancestors, you know. And uh, they're all sitting there eating. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Hey, I'll be right back. I gotta go pee." And um, he goes and he pees on the tree. <laughs> and, and, oh no. They're all like cussing him out in like their language, and like the the like guy that invites them there's like that's an ancient tree, man. You can't do that. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. I just had to pee, dude. Oh <laughs> and all, they're all crying and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Five scary movies that really got me. I think. Let's see. Scariest, 
I don't know which one is the scariest, so I'll just jump into it. Is I know one that definitely is pretty spooky to me. And I, I know I sat down and watched this with uh, you and Tessa is at least for the first half of it. Insidious is actually like really good. Like we really watched spooky. It the last time we were the, together. And, but I fell asleep. Yeah. The ending for it, like the second half of it, kind of mm. is a little boring. It doesn't really pick up mm. until the end again. But the, the very first half of the movie is so freaking good. It has you on the I'd edge love of to your watch seat, it again, dude. I, could, I fell asleep, like, because it was like one in the morning whenever you turned it on. And... and it was it was a really good take on like paranormal stuff. Like it didn't say like outright like you know, it's hell or heaven. It said it was like this weird dimension, and it would basically like some people have like psychic connections where they can like draw in the presence mm-hmm. of dead people, and some of them are good like some of them aren't necessarily evil but some of them mm-hmm. are really bad like the demon in the movie and there are there were a couple mm-hmm. jump scares that got me i don't think any of the jump scares jump scares got wilson but there are that was that one of the whole time that was one of the trailers <laughs> that i remember seeing as a kid and being terrified like that and like sinister like i never actually saw the movie but i remember seeing the trailer and just like being oh. freaked out by the trailer, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sinister? Yeah. Like that movie? Oh, yeah. That movie, I didn't watch the full thing, but I saw the ending for it, and it's ah. it's a really sad ending. I won't I won't spoil mm. it in case you watch it, but... um, Let's see. Insidious was good. I think the one jump scare Wilson's probably thinking of that really got me is the one where it was the... Uh, the lady talking to them and then she like looks over the dude's oh, shoulder right. and the red demon is right there and just like that just freaking <laughs> made me jump out of my seat dude you see like every time there was a jump scare it was like right when i was falling asleep so a jump scare would happen <laughs> and you guys would like jump and i would wake up and not know what was happening so i, <laughs> I didn't get any thrill of jump scares <laughs> through the whole movie Actually, I think I remember waking <laughs> up at one point and watching you guys jump and then just, like, falling back asleep, to be honest with you. <laughs> I remember pointing out there was a cool Easter egg that I saw, like, right away in the movie. Is like, the movie is made by the same mm-hmm. guy who made Saw. And if you look at one of the, the main character in the movie is, like, a teacher. And when you look at the chalkboard, you can see Jigsaw and, like, some of the stuff from that movie like drawn mm. in on the board but um another movie that probably it didn't really shake me a little bit when it comes to scary movies but it's up there just because it's so well written is uh the conjuring is the conjuring is a Here's really the thing good about movie the conjuring. the conjuring itself never scared me but it was the feeling you get watching the conjuring movies like you, you watch yeah. those movies, and I don't they think... almost feel cursed as you're watching them. Yeah, it's the freaking jump scares aren't mm-hmm. really that scary to me, but the whole plot and mm-hmm. the whole concept that there's this, there's this straight up evil witch ghost who's trying to possess this mother who's like represented mm-hmm. as innocent, basically, and just 
like the whole idea of her trying to possess the mother and kill her own family is very mm-hmm. scary. And then when it starts to un- when she starts to unravel, like when the mother starts to unravel and then eventually becomes possessed, that mm-hmm. becomes really freaky. Like the whole like last the whole third act of the movie is mm-hmm. very intense. It like it's like a slow pickup all the way to like this climax at the end that has you on the edge of your seat. My, it's a good horror movie. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say the jump scares would get you. But my it's, parents it's good. They, they won't even let me watch those ones in the house. Um, <laughs> they don't like horror movies, but that that was one of the ones that they wouldn't let me mm-hmm. watch at home. Um, I had to go to a friend's house whenever yeah. I saw those movies. Um, yeah, no, they 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 didn't scare me after I watched them, but while you watch them, it, it's just the. It's it's the it makes way you it's uneasy. filmed, almost like the camera yeah. might be slowed down, and then like the colors are kind of like, kind of drag, you know, like it's it's spooky. Yeah, I feel um, so left out right now, man. I haven't I was, seen like, any of these. <laughs> we'll watch them. Yeah. Um, the second there. one was um, <laughs> it was good too. Oh yeah, I I think it's better in terms yeah, of the jump scares. The Amityville Horror. I think too, the so like. Yeah, it, it touches on that a little bit in the beginning. It was good, and the whole the whole nun, like yeah. the nun is a character, and Valak the demon or whatever. I think it was a better villain than the first movie, but it's good. In terms of the writing, I don't think it's as superior as the first one, but it's good. One movie um, that really scared shoot. me was Tusk. Have you heard about that? I, oh, I think no. I told you about it. Um, yeah, I, I learned about Tusk when I was freaking 13 years old. That's when I first heard about it. And I was like, wow, that sounds like with, it's going to be a great Kevin, movie. Kevin Smith directed it. And like, you know, you listen to Kevin Smith talk about it like before he makes it. And he makes it sound like hilarious and mm-hmm. like amazing, you know. And then you watch it and it's like if you find this funny, you're messed up. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what yes. Tusk is, because I don't think Wilson knows. I don't. Essentially, this man has a podcast like us, where um, it's called the Nazi Party. But you say it fast. Oh, it's like yeah. the Nazi Party. Um, but essentially, um, they kind of bully this kid into like killing himself and on his way to Canada to go visit this kid to like interview him for the podcast he kills himself so he ends up going to this guy's house who has like he claims he has like a ton of really interesting stories and um you know free board if you'll listen to his stories so he was like oh this sounds great you know so he goes he's kind of a jerk and he finds out that like a walrus saved his life when he was a sailor. And um essentially as the movie goes on, the man is slowly turning, like surgically turning this man into a walrus. <laughs> and it's the the concept is hilarious. <laughs> but you watch it happen. Some of the terrifying. bits of it are Oh yeah, some of the bits of it are actually like really mm-hmm. fucked up. Is the uh, like the part where he straight up mm-hmm. amputates the dude's legs and 
turns his own uh, leg bones, for lack of a better word, or since I'm dumb, into mm-hmm. the uh, the tusk, and then attaches it to him. Yeah, that was really and what screwed gets up. Me is like, and then uh-huh, makes him swim like, in the pool. Like, you, better sw- <laughs> you better fight me, or I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Just kill me at that point, man. Like, uh, and then the ending really bothered me because everybody in this movie really committed to their roles, you know, and just their reactions to like everything that happens. Like, every character in this movie was an amazing actor, and this movie just disturbed me. I think I called you and Josh the night I watched it, like, after I watched it. Just because I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, you told us about it. I just didn't talk to you guys. (laughs) You immediately reminded me of what it was because I knew about this movie when Mm. I was younger, but I didn't watch it. I know there's a sequel or a spinoff to it called Yoga Hosers or something like that. I can't... Oh, yeah. And basically, it's like a shared universe, I think, because Johnny Depp's character in that Mm. movie is like a detective, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he appears in the first movie, Tusk, and then he appears in uh, the next one as well. So, and of course, Kevin Smith freaking Kevin directed Smith. again. So, it's really? supposed to be a trilogy, I think. I don't know when they're gonna make. Yeah, I don't know when they're gonna make a third movie, if at all, because the last one came out like years ago. But that movie scared me, man. We'll see. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. That movie's a trip. Um, shoot. I know this one's gonna sound stupid. It's not. This one isn't necessarily scary to me, but I think I like it just because of like the way that it stands among horror movies today. Is the first Halloween, <laughs> and that was so funny getting to sit down and watch you that with you and take Wilson. That movie seriously, after. After I sat in an empty movie theater in the middle what? of Tennessee, yeah. in the in between you and Kyle, because <laughs> yeah, Kyle is the funniest man alive, and if you give him something to make fun of, he can take the scariest thing ever and make it hilarious. Oh yeah, the freaking part where at the end where freaking Michael <laughs> just rises up off the ground by only just. Only just levitating with his like upper half that and then was just standing one up. One of my favorite nights ever. <laughs> then we stayed in the parking lot for like three hours and just had like the deepest conversation that night, just about like life yeah. and God and stuff. That was a great night. That movie was like. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the movie is a classic when it comes to the horror genre. But sitting down and watching that with all of us was so funny. And when it hit the end of the movie and seeing Michael rise up again mm-hmm. and all of us just start laughing. And just, <laughs> I just heard Kyle just freaking dying. Kyle was killing me, man. Like, uh, if, if only I had a recording of everything we said that night. Just because, like, I remember afterwards, like, mm-hmm. uh, the people behind us were like, you guys were killing us that entire movie. <laughs> like, they even thought we were being funny. <laughs> You couldn't really take that movie too seriously, dude. Um, I know there's there's one freaking jump scare that, that got me though that made me mad. We all made fun of you because <laughs> you went like, nah. <laughs> I just like jolted back. I wasn't 
I wasn't expecting it, dude. It was like, come, <laughs> come on, are you kidding me? This movie that it was the one where it's um Michael just like appearing out of the house. It was like near the beginning of the movie, like everybody had walked away, uh, and then he just appeared out of nowhere. That made me. That made me freaking jump in my seat. I was like, are you kidding me? This 1978 we, horror we movie just got me. A really uh, another movie that, that scared me pretty bad as a kid was The Hills Have Eyes 2. Oh, yeah. That came on sci-fi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't... Yeah. I haven't... I haven't uh, gathered the courage to watch either the first one or the second one because both of those movies kind of disturbed me. I had no business watching it, and I was just watching it because I wanted to see the show that came on after it. Yeah, the the movie sounds like Mm -hmm. a freaking gore fest. It's horrible. See, when it comes to horror movies, I prefer, like, the imaginary and, like, Mm-hmm. Like your imagination tricking you into seeing things. I think that's scarier than gore. Gore just makes me disgusted, even if it's the most fake-looking shit ever. Um, I've got a really stupid one. Well, technically, it's two. Um, it's it's called R.L. Stein's Monsterville Cabinet of Souls. All right. So it came out in like 2015. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman in high school, but I was going through like a really weird like phase where like I was really scared to go into hell, you know. <laughs> and essentially, this movie yeah. was about this this fair, this Halloween fair that comes to town and kidnaps high school kids and turns them into monsters to work the Halloween fair, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was fine for most of the movie, except for the very end. To this day, I have not finished this movie because every time I attempt to, I get this PTSD feeling towards the ending. I don't know if you know, I don't know if you oh. know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it's like this, this traumatization where like, you're fine. And it's like beyond fear. Uh. You, your heart is pounding you're sweating, you, you can't move, you know what I mean? You want to put as much distance between you and yeah. whatever it is as you can, you know? I Yeah, exactly. It's your, kind of your fear mm-hmm. flight, fight or I flight tried thing kicking in. I've tried to this movie so many times because I saw it as like a high schooler, you know? And I just really was like, this is going to ruin my life yeah. if I don't face it. You know, what happens if, like, this comes on the TV whenever I have kids and they're wanting to watch it? You know, like, am I going to be like, no, you can't watch this movie? You know what I mean? But, like, right at the end, whenever they're Mm -hmm. about to go fix the problem and, like, turn their friends back to normal, I can't do it. And specifically, there's a character who turns into, like, a scary clown. And every time I see that clown, that's whenever I get the feeling, essentially. And I, I don't know what it is, uh, but I've, I've tried gotcha. so hard to go and rewatch it. The last time I tried was in August. Um, but yeah, like the bass player from Wallows is in it, and like Dove Cameron's in it. Like it's it's like a Disney Channel movie essentially. But 
just like the mindset I was in and then like the fact that it had like one of my biggest fears and it just really wrecked it messed it up for me and I just can't get over it I don't know why yeah. I want to get over it but I can't um I guess I'll try to finish off my list here this one isn't on my list the one that I'm about to talk about isn't on my list but I'm gonna mention this just because of how funny it was when we were watching it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Oh. And that was what made that so funny is um to explain this to the audience here. When we were watching this, we were all together and uh um basically some I, I think it was probably me on accident, but I didn't even know. But um we have left the uh the like the spoken the spoken like subtitles on by accident the descriptive audio yeah and (laughs) yeah and we thought that for about the first um 45 to 50 maybe even a whole hour into the movie we thought it was the narrator i was outside (laughs) talking to Jaden because we were having like a similar problem and we were trying to like help each other out you know and then Jaden left so i walked inside and whenever I did, you guys were watching Cabin in the Woods, and it was like the audio description. And I was like, "Why do you guys have the audio description on?" And everyone's like, "That's part of the movie." And I'm like, "I I don't think it is." And then it, <laughs> y'all like tried to argue with me about it. And I like googled it, and I was like, "No, that's that's not a part of the movie." And then like you turned on settings, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I have the audio description on." <laughs> it It fit the movie so well though it was crazy i thought it was a part of the movie because it made sense it made sense that there was just some weird narrator in the background just going yeah the stuff hit the fan you know what i mean like it would have made sense if it started like after they like got to the cabin like right as they got to the cabin if the narration started up that would have made sense but like no (laughs) yeah it is it made the movie so much funnier to watch though i wish we had kind of just kept it on and just watched the entire thing with it it was ridiculous but um work of art (laughs) going (laughs) yes a plus 100 rotten tomato rating there but um back in the spookier movies i've seen is um I'd say probably on the top of my list since I can't think of a number two right now is uh lights like, out to be honest. I, really like I know I mentioned one. it before, but uh this the jump not even just the scares in general, not even the like jump scares, but like this just the stuff that creeps you mm-hmm. out too is so well done. Everything from the scene where it's the uh the girl sitting in the bed in the tattoo parlor like going on and mm-hmm. off and you could see the monster in the background and then um the one flashback where she's got the uh the notebook that she's drawing in and then the monster takes it and when she turns on the light in the closet mm-hmm. it drops down into the ground that's stuff like that is so well done it like gives you that creepy feeling throughout the movie and leaves it to your imagination even when there isn't a jump scare and plus, the whole plot for the movie is so well done, and the acting—it's just—it's all just a masterpiece. And to think that this is the same guy <laughs> who made freaking mm-hmm. Shazam—it just cracks me Another up. Another movie 
that actually scared me. Don't laugh. Okay. Because there's a deeper meaning behind it that scared me. Sausage Party. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The Seth Rogen movie. Oh, no. That scared me. <laughs> I know. But let me it's tell not you even a horror movie. <laughs> um, that was also during the phase of, you know, being very confused about religion and, like, stuff like that. And that movie essentially says yeah. there's no hope. We're all going to die and there's nothing. You know what I mean? So I'm watching this movie as yeah, you know, a scared 15 year old who's like afraid to die and afraid of hell and like afraid of God. You know, like you you show him a movie where it essentially just confirms everything. Um, yeah, it just just it it shows you all these characters that like. Or accept the fact that there is no God. And that, that just scared me to death, you know? Um, yeah. And it's a dark movie. It's a dark movie. Um, I just thought of a good movie in second place for me, just to finish out my list here. Let's see. Um, yeah, Okay. Uh, the first It movie mm-hmm. that came out in like 2017. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it is actually like stellar. Yeah, I think the second I like the one isn't one as good. And I think it. Oh yeah, the second one isn't good as good because I think of the nostalgia and plus like the kid characters. Like the kid actors did a fantastic job. I think they did better than really the adult versions of mm-hmm. the characters story-wise and plus the yeah. second one just didn't feel as scarier but the first one when you knew it was going to be a serious movie mm-hmm. when you see georgie die like the way that they took that very seriously like when you watch the mini series from back in like the i think it's the late yeah. 90s early, early 90s. 2000s when you watch that mm-hmm. it just it just yeah when you watch that, it just cuts away and doesn't show anything. And so you're like, oh, okay. It just leaves it to your imagination. But this one just straight up shows you everything. And it doesn't care that it's killing a kid either. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is actually going to be very serious. And it, it took itself very serious as a movie. And I like that it did that. It, it mm-hmm. just did not hold anything back. And the ending for mm-hmm. the first one, I think, is better a lot better than the second one but the second one just wasn't scary that's just i think it would have been a better movie had it ended um with like you know whenever they looked in the into like the window and it showed them as kids standing there it would have been better if it ended like that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah exactly instead of continuing on I think the only scary part in the second movie for me is the little yeah, girl dying yeah. in the middle of the movie. That is that is only one of the really scary bits that... in the movie is seeing her die. But I think the f- the first movie had all of its that scares the scene down. In the mirror maze, like, whenever down. Uh, whenever Pennywise oh when the kid dies is on yeah. one side the kid's in the middle and then what's his name. Um, yeah, Bill is on the other one, uh, and Pennywise Bill. is breaking the glass to get to the kid, like using his head, like laughing maniacally. 
and then Bill's trying to like break yeah. the glass to get to the kid, and and the kids, tr- yeah, and the kids, and he can't even do anything to the glass. Bill, you know, so that Bill could save his life, and he kills the kid right in front of him, you know, and Bill's yelling, "I'm here now, take me instead," you know, "I'm here yeah. now," and it, it's it's a it's a full on power move on Pennywise's part, you know, he makes him think that it, that if he's there, he's not going to kill yeah. the kid, but instead kills him re- brutally right in front of him. This... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the significance of the scene is good, but mm-hmm. the first movie scares are so much better. Like the um, straight up seeing yeah. each kid's fear was really good. And then uh, the one, the, my favorite death in that movie is probably the uh, the one kid I don't remember uh, what exactly he did, but he was part of the bully gang or whatever, yeah. and he got lost in the sewers yeah. chasing one of the kids. And when he was like, I, I think he was using his lighter to like try and see or whatever. I can't remember. But and then you see Pennywise <laughs> straight up go yeah. and just like charge right at this no, kid and it, kill what him. It was uh, he was using that a, was a good scene. A thing of of uh, hairspray and a lighter, like a flamethrower. And he was hearing the zombie kids come. Yeah. So he thought yeah, he right. an, like he was running, and he got to like a dead end. Yeah. And then he doesn't hear anything. Yeah. Oh, and and, and there was the balloon. Yeah, there was the like, balloon that showed up. Kids. Yeah. And then I think he turns back around, and there's Pennywise that like gets him. But. Yeah. That I think was, he got the worst of. That was everybody. really well done. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a good movie. That's my number two. Number one still for me is Lights Out just because of the smaller scale and spookier stuff. But has uh, oh, yeah. it's everybody there. gotten their movies in now? I got one more. All right. All right, Gunner. The last yeah, one. Yeah, I have. I don't even have to explain it. I don't want to explain oh. it. <laughs> you don't have to. I've seen Never it. Again. I it wouldn't crack my top so five list, reasons, but it's but, up there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's how I am, though. It's like I have to think about it. The ending, the ending is one of my favorite. The ending to that movie is one of my favorite endings of any horror movie. Is seeing the dude mm-hmm. straight up sacrifice himself in order to save the girl. Mm-hmm. But it'll put the fear of God. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, All right, Wilson. Mine was uh, let's See what you got. Kind of piggybacking off of scare movies that scared us is like specific like movie or tv show scenes that scared us because i got a lot more of those than like oh yeah full movies that scared me um let's start with a few like or a couple mm-hmm. one of them was uh was also from the hills have eyes too where like this one of these i guess they're like mutants or zombies but he like catches this girl and like has this like abnormally long tongue and he starts like shoving it in her mouth basically mm-hmm. it's a really like nasty scene and that one like uh. really bothered me as a kid and there's another scene in that movie where there's a guy like mm-hmm. climbing up the side of a mountain and um when it gets to the top of the like to this cave opening one of the mutants comes out and like grabs him by the arm and uses a cleaver to chop it off and that always like scared me as a kid Mm -hmm. oh and then another one is from a movie that's not a uh, a horror movie at all it's not even like it's a cartoon 
but it's um have you guys ever seen the brave little toaster yes that is the scariest thing <laughs> there's, I have there's a scene in it where like the toaster character has like this nightmare where and there's this uh, i can't remember clown. exactly what happens in it but the, yeah there's a clown and like a firefighter it's like clown. a firefighter clown and he like he like gets this big grin on his face and he just says run to the toaster and he starts shooting like forks out of his water hose oh. it's really mm-hmm. weird but that scared me and Kyle as kids. Mm-hmm. What oh scared my. me the most about that movie was the car scene. Oh yeah, the and yeah, and the junkyard. Yeah, this like Rocky Horror Picture Show like esque song about like I was once great and now I'm doomed, you know. And then yeah. it shows them get flattened into like cubes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that still scares me. um man piggybacking off of like uh scenes and stuff that scared me as a kid um there was this episode of scooby-doo from the 70s called the demented disc the the dastardly disc demon and it was like looking back at it now it Uh. was like entirely based off of like kiss but this was like a scary clown uh-huh. that killed musicians. <laughs> scary as heck. Oh, yeah. If you don't know, oh, I, I think like, I know what you're talking it. about. Like, it's it, it's yeah, pretty disturbing for a kids' cartoon because it looks a lot like like Gene Simmons mixed with like a scary clown. Now that you reminded me, I was trying to think of some stuff from TV shows that probably scared me as a kid. And I know a couple that kind of creeped me out is watching trailers from some for some really spooky stuff. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this one, but it's on a, I think it's on sci-fi. Is a Crystal Cove or something like that. Yeah, Candle Cove, something like that. But, um what creeped me out is it showed this character that looked like Ugh. he was entirely covered in human teeth. It was absolutely Ugh. horrible. I'm looking to look at it at. right now. Ugh. But, um, I hate that. I gotta see this. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely terrible to look at. It shook me when I was young. And it's, by young, I mean, this was like a few years ago, I think. It was horrid to look oh. at. But um, when I was, yep, oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> you probably oh, just saw man. it, didn't you? See, it's it does not look. It's not pleasant to look at. I don't know if, I don't know if y'all have heard of trypophobia. I think that's what it's yeah. called. It's like the fear, fear of, of like tiny little circles Basically. or whatever. But it kind of, yeah, fear of holes. It reminds me of that. Understand. Looking at that kind of reminds me of it. Like seeing oh, photos for that. But um, the creepier stuff when I was a kid out of TV shows and stuff, I'd say actually would come out of mm-hmm. Scooby Doo because I lost I watched a lot of Scooby Doo when I was young, and uh, I think the one that creeped me out the most was this was actually a Scooby Doo movie was uh, yeah. oh yeah the one where it was Zombie that. Island that that was and terrifying. Me that and Wilson one, were talking about that like two months ago actually. <laughs> that that it's 
that movie threw me for a loop because you know your usual scooby-doo movie is you know the gang sees a monster mm-hmm. a couple times they set a trap they figure out who it is bada bing bada boom but in that one it's just like oh yeah some of the characters turn into zombies yeah. and oh there's a huge twist mm, twists movie. and turns my my, my my parents actually kept me from finishing the whole thing because they were big on being strict about that stuff back then. And when they saw it, they were like, okay, there's straight there's up witchcraft in this movie. You can't Scooby finish Doo watching it. <laughs> Tim Curry was in it and it was straight up about paganism and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And my parents um, let me watch like the beginning of it. And then Tim Curry's character comes in and starts talking about like Wiccans and you know like paganism and all of that and they were like you got to find something else to watch we're not going to watch yeah um and like i i've i've watched like clips of it now and it's it's hard to believe that that is scooby-doo because like he's talking about like the salem witch trials and like the paganism that like sprouted out of that and all of that it's like whoa that is dark for scooby-doo is that the one with the hex girls in it I think they might have been in that. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, surprisingly, my parents let me watch this one. That's so weird. Zombie Island, though, is easily mm-hmm. probably the scariest I Scooby-Doo that. movie I saw as a kid. Uh, <laughs> the 90s were a crazy time for Scooby-Doo. Yeah. 90s were a crazy mm-hmm. time for, like cartoons in general they still That's allow like we showing so guns and blood and stuff, stuff in cartoons yeah, and nowadays yeah nowadays, and now kids like, cartoons are just weak because like <laughs> they know they're safe so there's the madagascar kids show and like i i just i'm frustrated with it <laughs> That's why I prefer watching the adult animated shows now over the uh, just regular kids mm-hmm. shows because kids shows didn't shy away from stuff back then. Yeah, it's getting a little yeah. off subject. Um, shoot, I can't think of anything else that really scared me as a kid, TV wise. Maybe when this is gonna sound so stupid, I do remember this is when I was watching a. The first yeah. Chronicles of Narnia movie, watching Aslan died, made me both sad. Mm-hmm. That made me both sad and terrified at like the, the same time. That would make you feel sad. Yet <laughs> and that sounds so dumb. You know, the first one was Aslan's death, and then the second one was like whenever Edmund's getting tempted by the white witch. No, the prince is getting tempted by the white witch, and like there's the werewolf and the bird. You know. Yeah. Like, ugh. Third one didn't really have any scenes mm-hmm. like that. I think the third one is still the weakest movie out of all of them, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, you know, they're they're still trying to make a fourth one, the Silver yeah. Chair, and they've Will been talking Porter about it be since grown, forever, like, but they still haven't done it. Eustace clearance scrub. <laughs> no, actually, they had to straight up. They're saying they had to straight up recast everyone because they. The original distribution company or whatever, or production company that really? was doing it, uh, lost the rights to Narnia. The Silver so, Chair. Yeah, is Disney. The they can't do it anymore. Book. I wouldn't know. I only read like the. Uh, I think it's the prequel the magicians to the, the. Yeah. 
uh, what? Yeah, that that's it. I've I've read a little bit of that, and then I read a little bit of the. Uh, ah shoot! Why the am I losing its name trailer. now? The same name as the third movie. It's the. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I read that as well. The silver. But that's the only books I read out of any of the um, other ones. Essentially, you watch Caspian die in one scene, um, and that's dark. And then just like the whole story behind it is like dark and scary. And then um, the last battle is pretty dark too. Like um, Susan doesn't come back to Narnia because essentially, like she doesn't believe in Narnia anymore. Oh, yeah, no, they, that was explained with, in the, the third, third movie, movie when um, you watch it. I watched it recently. They essentially um they were told like they didn't need Narnia anymore because they knew Aslan outside of Narnia. You know, like they they came to terms with like Jesus, you know. But essentially in the le- in the final battle Susan straight up doesn't believe in anything anymore. And that is really dark, but also like it is like the sad mm-hmm. truth, you know. Some people grow up and they leave the faith, but the way they describe it is really just really disturbed me. I remember. This is completely unrelated, but I just remember this as I was thinking about um Tim yeah. Burton movies make for some really good creepy movies. Is I've never seen um <laughs> Nightmare Me Before Christmas. Really that today. So I'll throw that out there. But the the one that I was thinking of by Tim Burton, and this was I think 2011 or something, was um, mm-hmm. and him and Johnny Depp worked together like a lot. But the one oh, that I'm thinking yeah. of is Vampire I think it's movie. called Dark Shadows. Is yeah, I've never watched it. The yeah, the vampire movie. I know of it. I only watch bits and parts of it, but yeah. it's it's not even really scary. It's just funny they and really dark. And it didn't work. <laughs> and I think I care. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he has so many good lines in that movie. Actually, uh, oh sorry, I can't remember. I think the funniest scene is probably the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie when he like wakes up for the first time centuries later. And straight up, I think he kills a trucker and it, like it's like a Terminator parody. Takes his clothes or like something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I don't. It's been years. Yeah, but I think he like accidentally does it. Or something. It's been years. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's. A- apparently, really? the movie was based off of a TV show. I did not know this. It was like an really old TV show. Same name, Dark Shadows. Mm-hmm. And it followed the ba- same concept, you know. The you know, the dude fell in love with girl, and then the other girl who thought that he was in love with her put the stupid spell on him, made him a vampire. Same shit, different take. Got, uh, real quick, sorry to keep dragging this subject um, out, but I got two more scenes from like movies and TV shows that scare me. Yeah, man. Um, they're real quick, but like one no, is not a scene, it's a whole episode of Goosebumps. And I was actually Ooh. talking to Gunner about this like yesterday. Um, the Goosebumps. what is it called? The Haunted Mask, yeah, the Haunted Mask. 
that episode scared the crap out of me as a kid. Love us, Carly Barrett. Love us. And like, I was scared to eat candy because there's a one scene where he like starts choking on candy or something like that. Yeah. That that episode scared me so bad. Mm-hmm. And then, oh sorry. <laughs> Um, My parents. Then there's a scene oh, in the 2004 version of Dawn of the Dead where there's a, a baby zombie and they kill it. Like there's a, there's a woman that's pregnant and she gets bitten or scratched and she becomes a zombie but then gives birth and uh, and the, the baby is a zombie. And they don't show the death but like I remember it disturbed me so oh. bad as a kid that as soon as they showed the baby zombie – I changed the channel, and then when I turned it back, the you know, all of a sudden it was like gone. Oh. But like upon <laughs> like going back later and watching it, they don't actually show the baby get shot, but they like show the baby and then it pans away and you hear the gunshot. It's a really, yeah. yeah, it's a really unsettling scene. Oh yeah, that's unsettling. Um, freaking. Mm. When you said goosebumps, dude, you reminded me of a whole another subject here. Is freaking my childhood. My parents were so strict about that stuff that they did not that let me read sad, a single man. goosebumps book. And that was huge back then. And the one I really thought was creepy looking, the one that mm-hmm. I thought would scare me the most, just based off of looking at the covers, was the one where it was the uh what is it? The it's vampire the, the vampire one. The one where it has like like the the cub Yes, vampire breath. The one where it's the cover of the book showing like the open cof- coffin and then the mm-hmm. vampire like peeking out with its teeth drawn and everything. Yeah, that one looked like the spookiest one to me out of all of them. And then the next one after that was yeah. the uh like the yeah, clay the monsters, monsters yeah. that were running um, after everyone. Calling all creeps scared me. Yeah. One day at Horrorland really bothered me. Um, what's what's the one where the there was it was a like a mud monster one, but like it was in the in a swamp, and like there was a there was a boy and a girl, and like either I can't remember if it was the boy was trying to convince the girl that the mud monster was real or the other way around. But I know which I, I I'm seeing it in my head because it was like a gray mud. Yeah. Um, I don't you can't scare me. Yeah, yeah. You can't scare me. Yeah. Um Did anyone <laughs> this sounds like a dumb question since these are kids' books, but did um, anybody ever okay. actually like die like in those really books? Like, um, I I've I've actually like gotten tweeted by him before um yeah sorry i take autographs sometimes uh anyways <laughs> um no what he says about goosebumps <laughs> is his one rule is he keeps reality out of it so he says with goosebumps i never kill off characters stuff might happen to characters that's like permanent but i never kill off characters and the parents are always married oh, okay like, yeah, you know, like or stuff like, like oh, turning a character into there a monster. There was one episode of Goosebumps like that. that disturbed gotcha. me so bad, and it was, uh, what was it called? They were at like a summer camp or something. Oh yeah, the one where it turned out they were aliens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Camp that one, Camp Nightmare. And that one was like the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. 
bothered me so bad as a kid. Like when they they like point at the sky and there's like Earth in the sky or something yeah. like that. Gosh, that one! Oh, I told oh. Ashton about that, and she, she actually, she seemed a little intrigued by that because, like, I think she thought it was stupid, and then, like, I told her like that ending, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of an episode of Twilight Zone where it's the um, the humans that were it was the couple that was shrunk down. To like very tiny size and they were put into like a doll house basically like a it was like a doll size area of like a human city and they were being taken away by aliens and it was aliens who was like playing with this toy set this is what and playing with pet humans basically it was a really weird episode i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head i don't really keep track of twilight zone episodes that well there's so many of them I know. I know one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes is the one where it's the. Uh, I can't remember the plot of it off the top of my head. It's the mummy oh, one, yeah. where it's like the Hollywood star, I think, and then there's a mummy, and it's like drains away this dude's episodes. life. One of them is five characters in search of an exit, and essentially that episode is um, these five people wake up. And they're in this, like, spherical room. They have no knowledge of where they are, how they got there, and there's no way out. Mm-hmm. Um, one person thinks they're in limbo. Another person thinks they're in hell. Another person thinks it's, like, a practical joke. Um, but it turns out they're dolls, and they've been donated to, like, oh my gosh. the Salvation Army. You know, uh, so there's, there's that one. And then the other one is Mannequin. And um, this girl is being, like, haunted by mannequins, and she doesn't know why. And then at the end, it's explained that, like, she is a mannequin, and uh, for two weeks out of the year, the mannequins take turns. So every two weeks, a mannequin gets to go be human for two weeks. Oh. And she forgot that she's a mannequin, and her time has ran out. So she's the the mannequins are coming to bring her back home, you know, like, hey, you gotta it's it's someone else's turn now, you know. Oh, I just remembered one of my favorites. I don't remember the name of this episode, but I clearly remember what it's about is um it's about this dude who like decides to get these uh wax statues of like celebrities and uh one of them is like of Abraham Lincoln and then there's another of like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. A serial killer that he he gets, and yeah. every not every time at night when he's like trying to go it's go to sleep, you know, this thing starts moving around the house, mm-hmm. and he thinks it's all in his head. And then eventually, I can't remember how the episode ended, but I think it ended with him killing, like him dying mm-hmm. at the hands of this thing. Yeah, but it was a really good episode. Oh, and there's also the hitchhiker. Where um, she's she's being followed by like a hobo, yeah, and um, she's like terrified because she thinks he's gonna like he's gonna hurt her or kill her or something like that, and uh, turns out she gave him a ride like a while ago, and he's just trying to say thanks. Oh, <laughs> she keeps riding away like 
speeding off every time he gets close. You know what I mean? You just reminded me my dad's favorite horror movie is the uh the hitcher. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but uh I haven't. There's a scene in the movie where the it's a bit it's straight up about a hitchhiker who's like a killer basically. And mm. there's a scene where he, he's basically tormenting this like brother and sister and in the original uh movie it's it's not as graphic, but in the second movie they like switch the kill here and like in the first movie what happens is like this the the girl like the uh, sister gets tied down to like between two trucks and gets torn in half and then oh yeah and then i think in the second movie they switched it to the little kid instead like the boy like he's just a little kid in that movie and they showed that as well it's crazy oh man it's a horrible movie (laughs) But my We're dad... about to get kicked out of here. Just letting you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're going to probably be wrapping up pretty soon anyway. Yeah, we have 16 minutes. Just thought I'd let you know. What's a good subject to end this on? We could talk about ghosts again, since that's always a good <laughs> one. We could maybe even do like a part two sometime later of like a Halloween special. I don't know. Because this has been my favorite. Mm-hmm. so far i asked this question in the last episode we tried to to record and it was uh i got some interesting answers from it i saw a post on instagram where uh it said nobody asks you what your favorite dinosaur is anymore they don't even care so i got Tell answers from, from nate and josh <laughs> but our viewers haven't gotten to to hear it yet because that episode will probably never see the light of day. So I'm going to start. My favorite dinosaurs growing up were the Stegosaurus and the Pterodactyl. Would you like to go next, Nate? Yes. Um, my favorites were the uh, the T-Rex and the one that had like the spiked tail and would swing around, the really armored dinosaur. Yeah, the Ankylosaurus. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Gunner. I know you have some favorite dinosaurs. My favorite dinosaur was the Willosaurus Rex. Oh. It's a it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a wildebeest, and it had sex, and now they're one thing. <laughs> Enough fun, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually interested to know what your favorite dinosaur is. <laughs> what you just reminded me of is I meant to talk about this when we were recording that lost episode, but there's a... <laughs> There's a really funny meme of like these two dinosaurs watching the meteor like come in <laughs> and they're just staring at it and they're like, damn, that shit's kind of bright. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, hey, it's getting kind of closer, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe we should get out of the way. <laughs> it's so freaking funny, dude. I saw one thing. And it was like uh, if the meteor hit in 2020 or whatever, and it was like two dudes, and uh, one of them was like saying, "Hey, that thing's getting pretty close." And then the next shot was like both of them <laughs> holding up their phones, <laughs> <laughs> like they're trying to get a picture of it, you know? Dude, I might get. Dude, this video is gonna go viral when I put this on Instagram. <laughs> in all honesty, my favorite dinosaurs include Tyrannosaurus Rex. The pterodactyl, the triceratops, and the mastodon. Oh, I should have said, I know this is going to sound basic, but another one of my favorites is 
obviously the Velociraptor. I really like Velociraptors. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't like to encounter one. Thank right, God they don't exist. But uh, that's not a dinosaur. It's what? like a mammoth. Uh, a mastodon is like a mammoth. Well, it was like the same time. That's not a dinosaur. Like, we don't have any. <laughs> that's, that's not a reptile. What are you talking about? Archaeologist expert on dinosaurs, Wilson Marshall. He has the audacity to tell me <laughs> that a mastodon is not a dinosaur. You know what? This is bullcrap. I am going solo. Everybody go subscribe to the Life and Technicolor podcast, okay? I'm uh, I see. <laughs> you guys hold me back. First, you don't like the song I write, Wonderwall, and now you're... Oh. <laughs> I sent them a song I wrote, guys. It was called Wonderwall. I sent it to them, and they were like, Gunner, if we release this song, it's going to break the internet. And I was like, I don't care, man. The world needs to hear this song. And it's going to break us because the Oasis will sue our asses in a heartbeat. <laughs> so I just Googled um, to see if the Mastodon is a dinosaur, which it's not, by the way. But apparently the name Mastodon means nipple tooth. <laughs> man, it's not really a scary subject, but I think that's the scariest shit I've heard all night. <laughs> What's next? Is a saber-toothed tiger not a dinosaur, too? Of course. <laughs> All I'm saying is, of course, that's a dinosaur. What are you talking about? All I'm saying we, is, I think we were the dinosaurs all along. <laughs> In two Power Rangers series based on dinosaurs, there was both a mammoth and a saber-toothed tiger. Okay, it was just prehistoric animals, not dinosaurs. Wilson, I will cut you. <laughs> You're, you're stepping over the line, man. Because think about it. Tommy was a white tiger. Nobody liked Tommy, though. <laughs> that was a lie. Everybody liked Tommy except me. Yeah, Nate. I was going to say. <laughs> Nate, did you know what I just like thought Tommy? of? Um, what? Did you like Tommy? Tommy. Mm-hmm. Just say you don't Tom- like Tommy. Okay, fine. I do not like Tommy. Thank you. One thing that I just thought of is um, I saw this watching um, one of Moist Critical's streams the other day. He was talking about this. Is uh, It would be cool to, to... This is touching on ghost hunting a little bit again. It would be cool to... Dude, we're talking about dinosaurs here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool to find the most haunted or like supposedly the most haunted location in America and like as a bet, mm-hmm. like lock lock ourselves away there for the night and see if we can see anything. What if it's haunted by like, the ghost of dinosaurs? <laughs> God damn it! It's been millions of years since this meteor, but I will have my vengeance. <laughs> the fire burned my skin away, but in the afterlife, I am here to come back with a vengeance. I got nibs on the one with long hair. <laughs> a ghost of a velociraptor. For... I think of ghost of a velociraptor would be some real, really sucky shit. Because <laughs> yeah. those things already move really fast. Mm-hmm. Or like, supposedly they did. I mean, they try to and eat I... you and you just go right through them, though. Because, like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you imagine you get possessed by one of these things? You start eating your friend. <laughs> Gunner, are you okay? Your, your friend. <sighs> I think Nathan just kind of phased out of existence. Yeah. God was like, he's speaking too much truth. Yeah. And just like, just like that, he's gone. Indeed. No pain. So I, I'm going to end this episode with saying that my third favorite dinosaur is the carnivorous. It's like a T-Rex, but it has horns. And it's a little bit smaller than a T-Rex.